0: Welcome to the Step Change podcast from me, Mike Foster, the Entrepreneur's Mentor. Now, my podcast is established to help you with your thoughts in the development of your business. And this Step Change podcast is entitled The Entrepreneur's Journey. And in this episode, I'm joined by Ben Thompson of Thompson & Terry and other business interests, and he's going to share his journey with us. We'll explore the why they started. We'll also look at what they've learned and also the highs and the lows. So welcome, Ben. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So, firstly, Ben, just tell us
1: uh, a little bit about your businesses. Absolutely. Um. So, thanks for having me on the show, Mike. Um. So, I run Thompson and Terry Recruitment, um, who are a blend of a headhunting firm and a recruitment agency. Um. I also act as a recruitment mentor, trainer, and coach. Um. In addition to that, I co-own a networking organisation. Um. And also have fingers in a couple of other pies. Um. Including a small property portfolio.
0: So certainly the, the entrepreneur label uh, sort of suits yourself, Ben. So why did you become a
1: business owner and entrepreneur? Um, It really started at a really young age for me. Um, So right back to primary school, I was always quite interested in making money. Um, So a normal kid will ask for a rabbit at Christmas. Um, I asked for three chickens, um, not because I like chickens as pets, but because at the grand old age of seven, um, I knew I could make some cash out of them. So, So those three chickens quickly turned to near 20 chickens and I was making about fifty quid a week out of these eggs, selling them to family friends who owned two bed and breakfasts. So, um, so it really started there. Um, and then leaving leaving education, I was really intentional with my career. So I was really thinking about each role, the skills it would give me to set up a business. And then back in 2014, there was an opportunity to launch a recruitment agency. I probably had fifty other business plans at the time. Why recruitment? Because I saw a gap in the market, and I felt that. There, there was a really big opportunity for recruitment agencies, but actually there was something that could be fixed, which was that transparency of taking KPIs out of it, only get, getting a candidate in if you've got a job for them, only um, sending the CV if you feel that they're the perfect candidate for the role. And it sounds simple, but it's really, really worked seven years later.
0: So is that predominantly what sparked your first business in terms of sort of seeing that market opportunity?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So so I think that in my working career, in my PAYE career, I was always very, very ambitious. And I was always looking to tinker with things and actually, upon reflection, probably an employer's nightmare, because I always had this new idea, always wanted to do something new. And, and actually, I think it was very much having the power and having that final say to to implement some of these really kind of good ideas and 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 be able to change them. Because actually I think that um Sometimes fixing an idea that you've done, that you've implemented and done wrong, is often the most fun part of being an entrepreneur, isn't it?
0: Interesting. And uh, would you say then, as uh, many entrepreneurs do, you're not employable?
1: I think I would be challenging to manage. Let's just say that.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, what's uh You know, one of the questions I like to ask is that: Where were you when you first realised that you were going to sort of start your own business? What? Where? Where were you when you had that
1: aha moment? So I think I think with this business, um, I, I I was very fortunate in terms of I was in a job that I was doing well at a job that I enjoyed. Um, but I think the 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 point that I got to is that I had a big portfolio of of accounts, and and I probably went through maybe a kind of a six month period where I'd hit my target every month when I was going into the month, and I didn't I was enjoying my job. But I didn't really feel that I that that there was anywhere really for me to go. And just one of my clients at the time said. Ben, do you fancy setting up a business with me? And I think that it was really the case of the first opportunity that came in. So we sat in Costa Coffee and our client meeting actually went from what should have been half an hour to we were there for four hours talking about about what the business would look like, why why there was a challenge in the recruitment agency market and and how we would kind of fix it. So it really, from that point, really happened very quickly. It went from that four-hour coffee, we then spent that whole following weekend planning the business. And within probably six months, the business was launched and, you know, there there was no going back.
0: Awesome. And uh, always interesting to ears drop on the um, conversations in coffee shops. And I think I'll be listening (laughs) for my next business opportunity now. Um, So when you decided you were going to start your your first business, what was the, the sort of first things you did? Who did you speak to? What sort of things did you
1: enact? To be honest, we probably did what you wouldn't learn in any business book. Um, so, so we didn't actually go and get any advice. Um, we purposely didn't talk to anyone about it. And I think the reason that we did that is because we wanted to be very different, um, where other recruitment businesses were going left, we wanted to go right. And, and the whole business was set up on 500 pounds. You know, we, we, we set up from our parents' bedroom at the time. Um, we, all other recruitment agencies were getting candidates into register. We were being big on social media. At the time, it's really weird now because networking organizations um are full of of recruiters. But at the time, there were very few networkers around. So, so we yeah, we were really, really different. So we set up the business with no advice. But I think the bit where we got the advice was our first kind of six months of being in business because you know we we met a lot of people um that through networking that genuinely really wanted to help us. And I think that we took a business that, yes, was a good idea, but then I think it only really became a business over that kind of six months of having a kind of a network of networkers that were kind of supporting us, really.
0: Great. Really honest reply. Appreciate that. I said today that we would explore the the ups and downs. So what's been your biggest challenge today as an entrepreneur? I think nobody's told me back.
1: Um, I, I think I'd probably go back to to 2018. So in 2018, um, so Thompson and Terry um, was set up by myself and and Mike Terry. Um, And in 2018, um, I bought Mike's shares. um, And not because we're in a bad partnership, we got on really well, we grew the business to a stage. But I think that Mike and I were both very entrepreneurial and both wanted to push the business forward and wanted to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and think, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to implement that now. Um, and I think that when I got the reins of Thompson and Terry, um I very quickly tried to change it and change it a lot. So I doubled our business costs overnight. Um, I really invested, I think I invested three times what we were ever spending before in marketing. I started hiring. I really, really quickly try to grow the business and being honest, it flopped. Um we're still here today, so it kind of flopped that much, but but instantly almost our revenue started going down. Um and I was quickly had this kind of small business that had been working well to this kind of medium sized business that wasn't working as well. Um so I had to make some quick decisions. Um and almost it took us a year to kind of really lick those wounds. But actually throughout that year, by the end of the year, we had a better business than we've ever than we had ever had before, and we had grown in the way that we wanted to with that extra investment. But we were no longer spending the money, so so I think that that was probably my my biggest flop. But also the recovery was, was the biggest thing that I learned, and it was about kind of really thinking about what's making us money, but also what's our mission statement. Why why are our clients buying from us? You know, why are our network endorsing us and I think that I probably tried to accelerate it more than I should have done. Um, but no, we, we it was fun recovering. It was fun recovering. I probably wouldn't have said that at the time, but no, it was fun recovering.
0: <laughs> and, you know, interestingly, each entrepreneur I speak to, they say they learn more by the the downtimes than they do by when they're riding the crest of the wave. But let's let's do, let's flip it the other side then. What, what's what been your best moment as an intra- entrepreneur?
1: I'm going to be greedy and I'm going to pick two. Um, I think the... Most recently, um, coming into January, um, I think 2020 was bad for recruitment agencies that, you know, we're 95% 95% of our business is permanent office recruitment. And I, and I think um, <laughs> there's not been many offices that have been open, let alone hiring. Um, so I think going into January, um, I started the new year with with a second limited company, um, which, which is a networking organization um, that we both know very well. Um, and also um, a radio show, The Business Brunch with Ben and Micah. And I think that for, for me, that really felt great to have Actually, two businesses that are growing. Um, and in recruitment case, recovering, um, in the networking organization case, growing very rapidly, combined with that business show, which is talking about business, which I love. So I think that, that was a big, big highlight for me. Um, I think secondly, um I think around my graduate programs. So within recruitment, we one of the things that I've been really passionate about is developing young people. And in the summer of again 2018, I did some research and there were only seven graduate programs advertised within Oxfordshire SMEs that I could find. And considering we've got two very good universities, one of which one of the best in the world, I found that really weird. So we put together our own graduate program, employed a grad, um, Shannon, and she, wa- she was promoted. So I think that that promotion of Shannon and at the same time, rolling that out to other businesses was was really big because young people need our help.
0: Great. And I guess we we, we sort of highlight that the networking group that um, you mentioned is you are my business partner with that as well. And uh, it's great to do the radio show with you. But uh, I, actually, I'm learning things about you today that I didn't actually know. So it's uh, quite interesting to to explore that even further with you. So what one tip thing,
1: Ben, would you share with other entrepreneurs? I think for me, the biggest thing is, and this is a tip, I promise, I'm going to give it in two parts, but I think the biggest tip for me is the, the bad, never as bad as it seems, but the goods are never as good as it seems. I think that it's really, really important to b- remain level-headed. And I think that I see so many entrepreneurs um, through through my networking and kind of business activities that have a really amazing quarter, a really great month, or launch this new product, and suddenly at the top of the world actually become complacent. And I think that I see so many business people, um, again, who have a bad month or a bad quarter and suddenly need to pack it all in and go and get another job and actually i think for me the biggest the biggest bit of advice is really to it's never as good as it seems never as bad and it's just consistently do the right things and continue kind of plodding along um and yeah just continually try try to develop and um have that vision and work towards it
0: yeah, I like that because uh, it certainly is an entrepreneur, a, a bumpy ride for, for many of us. Uh, and again, keeping that on straight and narrow is certainly part of my my role as a mentor, sort of supporting the businesses I work with. What fuels your motivation then every single day?
1: Constantly finding ways to improve. Um, I think for me, it's not necessarily just about the money. I think the, if you were to ask a 24-year-old version of me when I launched the business, I think that I would have very much said money was a big motivator. But I think the bit that I really enjoy is fiddling with bits to make them better. Um, I think that just those very small changes. So, you know, if it's with a networking organisation, is there just that extra slot that we can add in to give members a um, another opportunity to kind of show showcase their skills to the room? Or if it's with the recruitment agency, can we... Change the interview process very marginally to get a better outcome for our clients. So within the within the recruitment business, I think the thing that I always bang on about is our stats. And uh, at one point, we were at seventy eight percent of the first CV we sent got the job, which is around about ten times the national average, which we're so proud of. But it's about how can we get that to not necessarily even seventy nine, but how can we get that to seventy eight point one percent? And if we can make that small tweak, like a Formula One car. Lots of small tweaks make the difference, and I, I think that's the bit that I love.
0: Mm. Marginal gains philosophy. I must uh, must talk to you about that at some point. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic. And you know, what's the next year look like, or even the further future? What does it look like for for you, for your businesses?
1: Honestly, I don't know. Um, and again, that would have been an answer that I would have never given a year ago. Um, I think that. For me, one of the things that you and I talk about a lot is the three to five and three to five. So to have three to five sources of income, paying three to five thousand each, um, and that is something that has always been quite interesting for me because I quite like the ideas of having lots of different strings to my bow and and the more con- contribute, but actually have a kind of an oversight of all of them. Um, so I think that yes, you know, I I want to add add new things, new opportunities and keep that excitement. I think, yes, I want to tinker as we touched b- with before in terms of e- each of my kind of opportunities. I think that for me, people is a big thing. Um, so a great example is Efa, that um, works for me has recently been promoted. So it's about kind of developing her and her new role and pushing her further and also other, other staff as well. So I think for me, I think this year after so much, um, so much change and, and after such a tough COVID year, I think it's very much, really continuing with the tinkers um I, I don't think that i have a big plan um but actually my wife pointed out to me the other day since since we got together six years ago there has been a massive life change life-changing thing that has happened as a result of me every single year i've done something when i've said i'm having a quiet year so so, so, so maybe you invite me back on in the year and i'll tell you about all the things that have happened over this last year
0: well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Rebecca's enjoying the journey as well. Then,
1: <laughs> and
0: and let, let's just uh, say three words then, three words that would explain to the listeners your entrepreneurial journey.
1: Exciting. How can I word not yet finished in one word? Incomplete. Improvement. And I'll let the listeners define what that means.
0: Thanks, Ben. Uh, much appreciate you sharing your entrepreneurial journey with us. Tell us um, how... We can find
1: out more about you and your businesses. Yeah, get in touch with me on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn's a big one. Um, by all means, Google OBCN, Google, um, Thompson and Terry, and you find out a little bit more about me there. But yeah, reach out to me through LinkedIn. I'm I'm always really, really keen to talk to different people and, and expand my network. That that's how I've got to where I am today. And yeah, always keen to continue doing that.
0: Excellent. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for sharing that. Again, thanks for sharing uh, your entrepreneur's journey, the ups and downs and uh, the true feelings and uh, being openly honest with, uh, with the listeners
1: in terms of those answers to those questions. Much appreciated. Thanks, Mike. It's been great fun.
0: So thank you for listening to my latest Step Change podcast. As always, I hope you found the content interesting, thought-provoking and useful in the development of your own business. So please subscribe to my podcast and when I release my next episode, you'll be one of the first to know.